0: Wow, to everybody online, it's really good to have you here. Oh, wow, you guys sound so amazing. I love our online community. To everybody in person, good morning. Good morning. Yes, that is so much better. I, I'm, I've, I've, I've got to tell you, um, you know, when we were in lockdown, we had to preach to a little cell phone. Yeah. And um, it, it was really crazy having the only person respond was my wife, who was behind the camera. So, um, guys, there's more of you today, so can we just like say, are you guys still alive? Yeah. Yeah. Wow, that is so good. Okay, so quickly, before we get started, turn to someone next to you. I know we've got social distancing. Drop your mask, show them you brush your teeth, um, you know, advertise your toothpaste. It's really good. <laughs> it's so good to have you here. We are currently busy with a series called Why Worry? Yes, man. You know, when, 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 when you kind of head into a series, um, what you're about to preach on, like, normally hits you, and then you go, oh my gosh, Pastor Louis spoke about this last week, so we sold our rocking chair. We don't have rocking chairs in our house anymore, we don't have chairs in our house, we stand. We don't worry about a thing, no, we don't worry. So, um, we're going to jump straight into today's reading, um, so can I ask you to please turn to Matthew chapter 6. And we're just going to follow on from where we left off last week. So we're going to be in Matthew chapter 6 from verse 28. And what we're doing here is Jesus is chatting to His disciples. He's teaching people about life. This is what this is all about, is how do we live this life as a Christian in a world that is filled with concerns and worries And Jesus is giving us little fundamental things. I don't know how many of you guys have kids. How many of you guys are teaching them certain things about life? Like good manners. Like how to get dressed. My kid, he goes to school with his clothes back to front. We're teaching him stuff. But you see, what we need to understand, this life as a Christian, just like a life of a parent teaching kids, it's a process. You're never going to have everything figured out just like this. So it's a process. We're going to have to work through it. And this is what Jesus is teaching his disciples. He's teaching everybody. And we're going to pick up from verse 28 where we left off last week. And this is what it says. And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow? They do not labor or spin Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendor was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. So do not worry, saying, what shall I eat or what shall I drink or what shall I wear? For the pagans, Run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. Today, we are going to be talking about, through our series from this title, Don't Worry, Why Worry? We're going to have a look at the faced issue. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you that you bless us. Thank you that everything we read helps us grow It inspires us and it moves us forward. So as we open your word today, may it speak to us in every way. We ask this in your name. Amen. Amen. So something I just want to point out to everybody. In this series, as we are saying, don't worry or why worry, we are not saying don't care. Because it's easy to get those two mixed up. But there's actually a difference between worrying and caring. And I made a few notes here. You see, um, when you care about a situation or a person, you have faith that things will get better. But when you worry about a situation or a person, you are afraid things won't get better. Do you see there's the difference? Like, let let me give you an example. If you worry about your finances... It does nothing but give you sleepless nights. But if you care about your finances, it motivates you to move forward and do something about it. It teaches you how to save, how to to budget, and um, how to pay bills. It makes you proactive. You see, worry is driven by fear. Care is driven by faith. And that is what we're going to be looking at today, is the faith issue. And what Jesus is showing us in this passage is, if you want to live without worry, we need to up our faith. We, we mustn't just sit there and worry about everything. Pastor Louis said last week, worrying is like sitting in a rocking chair. It gives you something to do, but you're going nowhere. So we need to up our faith. And how many of you guys notice your faith seems to be questioned the older you get? Let me give you an example. So I've got three kids, for those who do not know. And like I always say, God gave them purely for sermon material. And what happened was my oldest son, his name is Judah. And when he was small, he would always jump. He wasn't afraid to jump. Like... I'd walk past the couch, and he wouldn't even say a word. He'd just leap off and expect his dad to catch him. How many of you guys know that's faith? As he got older, he would jump a little bit further. He'd jump off higher. But then as he got much older, I couldn't get him to leave the ground. You see, because he would be calculating everything. He would go, can my dad catch me? Is my dad close enough? Will he see me? As we grow older, we're always questioning the faith that we used to put our trust in. Because what has changed? The only thing that has changed is Judah is much heavier. But my love for him hasn't changed. And as a parent, if you love your kid, no matter how big they get, you're going to catch them. I I hope. Um, Uh, I I don't think I'm going to try that with my dad just yet, but I hope he knows I will catch him. (laughs) For those who don't know, my dad is a little bit shorter than me and a whole lot thinner. (laughs) But that's the thing. We need to up our faith because something that we need to have a look at in this passage as we consider why we shouldn't worry is a little phrase that is just tucked in there nicely as we transition from one thing to the other. And that is a word, a phrase, that we see at least Jesus use four times just in the book of Matthew. And it's this little phrase that goes, Oh, you of little faith. What Jesus is saying there, he's not saying, Oh, you of no faith. He's saying, you of little faith. And it's very confusing, I know, because how much faith do we need? Hey? Or how much faith do we have? Because Jesus also goes on to say, all you need is faith the size of a mustard seed, and you can move mountains. So your faith needs to be really little if you start worrying. And Jesus doesn't want you to do that. He wants you to come on, get excited about life. Don't worry about life. I mean, if a little faith can move a mountain, what can the faith you have at this moment do for you right now in your life? What are you trusting for? What are you facing right now? Just a little faith can change things. But Jesus says, oh, you of little faith. But what we need to look at, Jesus is really saying here is what we need When you have a little faith, you have to change your focus. So, we need to make faith our focus. In everything, as you're moving forward, we need to make faith our focus. Don't focus on the problem because we will always head in the direction that you focus on. How many of you guys know that? In every part of your life, in your career, if you are focused on becoming, I don't know, what makes a lot of money these days? I don't know. You focus on that, you're gonna go in that direction. When you pursue the love of your life, what you focus on, you head in that direction. Brownie points, please don't phone me this afternoon. But it also goes to say about the negative, when you focus on worry, that is what you will walk into. That is where you will go into. That is where you will head. What you focus on, you will follow. That's why we need to make faith your focus. We need to learn how to shift our focus. You see, it's not always going to be easy, but it's necessary. Um, I I, I shared um, a few weeks ago that Growing up, my parents made me take piano lessons and while taking lessons, they teach you how to read music, so they put a piece of sheet music in front of you and you have to look at it and then you have to play it. I was what you call a lazy player. Uh, I saw an awesome shirt, it said today, it's like, I'm not lazy, I'm buffering, I wish I knew that back then. But I'm a very lazy piano player because I don't look at what I was playing. I would memorize it and then look down on my fingers. But you have to shift your focus. They keep teaching you that you can't stay looking down on your fingers because when they change the music, you need to know exactly where you are. Because if you don't shift your focus, you are going to be out And that is exactly what we need to learn as we move forward in our life. If we want to live a life free from worry, we need to shift our focus from worry to where our faith is so that we know what is happening. You see, just because you have faith doesn't mean you won't have problems in your life. I am not immune to problems. I've got three kids and they eat everything. I've got dogs, and they get out. I've got a wife, and she's amazing. (laughs) We are not immune to problems, and just because we have faith doesn't mean we won't have problems. We need to shift our focus from worry to faith because faith doesn't remove the issue. It just changes your attention. Because have a look at this. There's this guy in the Bible called Peter. You guys know Peter, right? Peter is this guy, wherever we read, he's doing a funny thing. Jesus is always communicating with Peter. And then after Jesus dies on the cross for us and leaves, Peter starts writing because he's a man of faith now. And this is what he writes. In 1 Peter 5 verse 7, it says... Cast all your anxieties on Him because He cares for you. In other translations it says, Cast your worries onto Jesus because He cares for you. And I, did a, I preached a sermon once, when you cast something, you don't take it and just hand it over. You throw it to get it as far as possible away from you. And you have to understand who's writing this. This is Peter who was a fisherman. So he uses an illustration of what he is used to. So when you have worries, don't hold. Get rid of it. You've got to get rid of it. Now you have to understand this is not the same Peter that encountered Jesus. And there's a lot of stories of Peter, and I just want to focus on one. There's a story where Jesus has been ministering with his disciples and he sends them across the sea ahead of him. And during the evening, they're not across yet, and a storm comes up a bad storm, a crazy storm. And they are so worried, they are so fearful, they think they're going to die. And for those who don't know the story, Jesus meets them at their point of worry. He walks to them on water. And then he says something really profound because everybody thinks that this is a ghost. And Peter, once again, he's the only one that goes, Yo, Jesus, if it's you, call me. And Jesus goes, Come. And he steps out of the boat and onto water. You see, faith allows him to get out of the boat But notice, the situation around him didn't change. When he walked on water, it was still stormy. When he walked on water, there was still a wind. Faith in your situation doesn't mean that things around you change. But have a look at this. When he shifted his focus, we all have a choice of shifting our focus. When he shifted his focus from where his faith was to what was going on around him, he sank. But that's a good thing because the story doesn't end there. Faith got him out of the boat, but his same faith got him back into the boat. Because when he started to sink, what does he say? He's like, Lord, save me. He didn't call for a boat. He didn't call for a life raft. He called to the same one that called him out onto the water. So we could be going through a crazy storm and we have taken a step of faith. Maybe you have taken a step of faith in your business, in your family, in your relationship, and you're going, Lord, I trust you that when I step into this, that you will help me. We need to make sure that our focus is on the faith that called us out. But I want you to understand this. When things don't go your way and all of a sudden you shift your focus, The same faith that got you out is the faith that will get you in. You need to shift your focus. We need to change our focus because once we change our focus, we make faith our lifestyle. And that is what we actually need. We need to have a lifestyle of faith. Have a look at this. Um... How many of you guys have a can opener? How many of you guys know how to use a can opener? How many of you guys have an electric can opener? How many of you guys know how to use an electric can opener? (laughs) One day, my wife says, yo, babes, will you please get, like, supper ready? I think it was lunch, and she's like, she's in the mood for a tuna salad. I'm like, yes, okay, tuna. I get home, I open the drawer, I check, there is no can opener. But I, I forget that we have an electric can opener, and it's standing right there in full view of me. And so three hours go past. I'm dying of hunger. She walks in, and she goes, what's for lunch? I'm like, I don't know. We don't have a can opener. And she goes, that's a can opener. I'm like, no, it's not. And she walks over, and she like opens it. You see, faith doesn't work unless you use it. Just like a can opener doesn't work unless you use it. You need to know what your faith is. You need to know where your faith is. And you need to make faith your lifestyle. You've got to trust in Jesus. This is why we worry. We worry because of things that we can't control. So we just Keep it with ourselves. You see, in verse 22, Jesus turns to them and He goes, you know what? Don't worry. Because the pagans, the people that don't believe in God, run after the same things that you're running after. But, I love this, but God knows that you need it. Don't be like people that don't believe in God. Be like people that have faith, be like people that go, you know what, I know who my provider is, I know who God is, and I'm going to follow Him. What does your response to a situation say about the life that you live? Because we're all going to go through something. I love what Paul writes in Philippians 4. In verse 6 it says, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God, and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will God, excuse me, guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. When you're going through something, don't worry about it. Don't fret about it. Don't have sleepless nights about it. Pray. Pray. Turn to God. Because the peace you are looking for is only found in Jesus, in nothing else. You see, we all have stuff, and it's not about stuff we go through. It's how we respond to stuff. Now, I've got a few friends I'd like to call up. Where is Eve's? Is he around here, buddy? Come up here quickly, please. And um, Mario, Mario, can you join me here as well? Um, I, I just, I just want to do a little bit of a illustration here because we need to live a life. What up, dude? That well. <laughs> we need to live a life of faith. Faith needs to be our lifestyle. So these are my mates, and we all go through things, right? How many of you guys have stuff? Let me, let me give you an example. It's not about how we what stuff we go through. It's how we respond to the stuff that we go through. So we've all gone through the pandemic, right? So we have worry on ourselves because of the pandemic that we go through. So worry could be, can I get one of these? Maybe this one. Yeah. So... I'm worried about the pandemic that we're going through. So I hold on to this book. This book is COVID. And so Mario, you also went through the pandemic, right? You didn't have an underground bunker. You were deep in it there. There's your worry. Have a look at your worry. And so we all worry about something. But you see, this is the problem. We hold on to it. And then we've got financial issues. Can I get another one of these? I want to subscribe. Okay, so we got this one. And Mario, you also had financial worries? And I hold on to the worries that I have. Come on, what other worries do I have? My family, my family, there's an issue because now I can't pay for my kids' school fees. You have the same worries, right? Is yours as good as mine. You see, dude, I subscribe. This is so cool. But then I go, my family's getting sick. One of my family members has gone through something. Do you see the difference? Someone that lives a lifestyle of faith doesn't hold on to the worries that we are given by the world. When we worry, it becomes... I'm going to keep this. And it might be a small concern for you at this moment. But you want to hold on to it. Why? Because it's my worries. Mario, where's your worries? Mario doesn't have worries. Why? Because he has faith in God. But for me, I'm going, I've got this worry. Oh, this is a small one. But, you know, I'm going to keep this one. And, and you know what? Just give me all of those. And then we go through life holding our worries Mario, you want to play soccer? No, no, I, I can't play soccer with you. I've got to hold on to my worries. No, 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 dude. Have you seen this one? This is a cool worry, man. It is a, like a collection. And you didn't hear what he said. Mario kept saying, Give it to me. But what do we do? No, it's okay. I like this one, it was signed by SARS itself (laughs) by the police this one's got pictures did you see my fine I love the picture of my car and we want to hold on to it thanks guys thank you Mario and the thing is we think we can continue going through life holding our worries but we become limited in the things we do Because how many of you guys know I can't go for a run with this? Not that I like running, but I can't go for a run with this. Why? I can't walk with this. I can't enjoy my family with this because my boy's going to go, Hey, Dad, you want to kick the ball? No, 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 I've got my worries. And what is Jesus saying? He's like, don't worry about anything. Put it down. When something comes your way, don't worry about it. Let go of it. Don't just stand there and hoard the things because we might get a little worry and then it becomes our baby. Have you ever gone through a thing or have you ever had a friend that has been going through something and they go, it's just a thing? But then they stay there, nurturing that thing, feeding that thing, Then that thing is a dung. It's good. And you're holding on to it. But it's not yours to hold on to. Let me ask you these questions quickly. And I want you to either nod or say yes. Do you believe God created the world? Online you can say yes or no. If you say no, you know. Welcome to church. We're going to change your mind. Do you believe God has plans for you? Do you believe God loves you? Do you believe He cares for you? Do you believe that He loves you so much that He sent His Son to die on the cross so you could be restored to a relationship with Him that was broken because of sin? Do you believe He loves you that much? So why don't you believe that He can take your worries away? Why do you believe you have to hold on to something small when the guy that created the universe says, throw it on me? Yeah. That is who God is. He goes, give it to me. I am stronger. I know what you need. Don't worry about it. My son, he constantly goes, dude, dad... He, he calls me, dude, he goes, dad, can you, can, can I get this? I'm like, not now. Dad, can I get this? Not now. Dad, can I get this? Not now. And then he sucks. And he's like, I can't get this. And then a couple of weeks down the line, I'm like, dude, remember you asked me for something? And he goes, yeah, I can get it for you now. Sometimes when we worry about something, we want to change now, but God's going, it's not about now. You don't need it now. You need to change. I need to work in you. I need to fix something in you. You need to draw closer to me. You need to learn to depend on me. It's not about what you're going through. It's how you respond. Because you are the hope that someone else needs. You are the faith that someone else needs to see. We went to my sister's wedding this past weekend. Come on. Welcome. Welcome. To my sister and her husband, you know, we were worried. We, like, listen, this is why we preach this. We were worried it was never going to happen. Then Justin happened, and we were like, thank you, Jesus. So, you know, why worry? But we decided to go for the wedding, and we flew. How many of you guys like flying? I have mixed feelings about flying, guys. So... (laughs) um. I mean, we flew from here to Joburg. You know you're in Gauteng when you have potholes in the air. Dude, that plane shook like it was no one's business. I was like, what the heck? But on our way back, our flight back, we had, I'm sure, I don't know, this guy probably rides a golf um, in his spare time, but this pilot, he thought it was a race, man. We climbed on the runway, and he just floors it. I mean, even my ears, they folded around my face. (laughs) That's how fast he was going. And we take off. The wheels leave the tarmac, and um, the, the plane goes into the air. But I prepared myself in my mind, because just as the plane leaves, it drops a bit, and then it goes again. So I'm preparing myself for this drop, and it drops, and I go, I made it. And this guy decides, no, wait, Milo, there's more. And he floors it again, but he hits a Mzanzi short left. You know, he just turns left. All of a sudden, this plane is shaking. I'm like, are we going to space or what? I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, I clean up on aisle 23. It was that bad. So I want to grip my chair, but I look over to my right, and my oldest son is sitting there, and his eyes are slammed shut, and I can see he's scared. Now, for those who know me know I'm afraid of heights. So this plane's shaking, and I'm like, oh, poop. (laughs) So I put my hand over, and I go, hey, boy, look at me. And he grabs my hand, but he grips it. Now, you must know, I'm, I'm scared. I don't know what's happening. And I look at him, and I'm like, just look at me tell me a joke. He's like, it's not time for jokes, Dad. I'm like, it's a perfect time for joke. You might not Ned, get another chance to tell me why. And he's like, it's not funny. I'm like, it is. And as we're chatting, this plane is shaking, but he stops and he looks at me and he grips my hand and we start a conversation. And before we knew it, we were in the air at a, a decent height where the captain goes, you can unbuckle now. And he just carries on talking. You need to be the faith that someone else needs sometimes. That is why you need to live a life of faith. It's never going to be easy. It just means you know where you put your faith in. Judah looked at me and then he's like, he got off the plane and he walked like this. I love flying. I still have mixed emotions. But you have no idea what your faith does for someone else can I say something you might have little faith but it's enough to move a mountain in someone else's life why worry help someone shift their focus live a lifestyle so that they can cause when you focus on faith you forget about what you're worrying about let us pray. I just want us to keep our eyes closed for a while. I just want to see is there someone that is worrying about something here quickly? No one's looking. I just want you to put up your hand. Do you have worries? Have worries? How many of you guys are battling to sleep because of the worries that you have? How many of you guys are feeling sick because of the worries you have? Right now, I just want you to keep your hand up. I want to see what I'm praying for. Come on, come on. So Lord Jesus, we speak freedom over everybody with their hands up right now. We speak hope over everybody with their hands up now. In the name of Jesus, don't believe the lie that you have to worry about it. You are free. Cast your cares on Jesus because he cares for you. So Father, whatever is taking hold of people's hearts and minds right now, I ask that you would set them free through faith, Father God. And we're praying right now that you would come back with a testimony that says, Jesus brought me through that. And then Lord Jesus, I want to pray over everybody else. May we live a life of faith so that the people we come into contact with will be inspired to follow you, to step out, to cast their cares on you. Father, I pray your love evens more over us at this moment because I like how we end verse 32. It says, God knows so no matter what you're going through, you might not be going anything through anything right now, but I want to remind you that God knows. God knows what you're going through. God knows the pain. He knows the disappointment. He knows the hurt. But He also loves you. He also cares about you. And He will take you and put you back into your boat. So we bless you right now. May you have a week ahead of you that has been your best week ever. We just pray and release that over you in Jesus' name. Amen.